Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Bo Skidsko, fitness studio owner, author, motivational speaker, podcast host, and probably much, much more, right? A few things. I'm trying to stay busy. Nice. Bo, welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Can you expand a bit more on you know where you are with your business today and the kind of people that you love to work with? Um, in the business, the kind of people in the business. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, my I started with a fitness studio. My fitness studio serves absolutely everyone, but it seems like our main demographic is like thirty to fifty to fifty-five year old, mostly women, but also men too. But we have 75 percent women. Uh, but also a, a part of the fitness studio, the podcast, teaching about health and fitness. I have a supplement line. Uh, It's all about getting healthier and eating real foods versus synthetic versions of what's supposed to be vitamins. I have a clothing line, the Bofit. I have a book, mindset book, because you can't be healthy and strong and fit without a fit and strong mind as well. Um, So my direction is helping people live a better, stronger, healthier, fitter, life not just physically but mentally as well through all the avenues i can manage and conquer love that so when your when your new clients come to you maybe for the Mm -hmm. fitness studio what do you have to help them to sort of work through or to overcome so that you can you know serve them and help them get the results that they're looking for yeah usually clients come in to lose a few pounds some five pounds some 15 some 35 but uh really quick we realized that there's uh, way deeper sitting problems like mindset, uh, self-belief, self-doubt, mm. um, the courage to be a little bit out of uncomfortable and step out of your comfort zone to achieve the next level, uh, whichever that might be in your situation. Um, so it starts off with a few pounds and always shifts into, I need to change who I am. I need to upgrade my identity and start believing mm-hmm. in myself again. That's huge. So when, when your clients come to you, they, they've overcome that first hurdle. They've been able to move through that to be able to reach out, to come in and ask for help and say, I want this. But traditionally, it's like this overcomes, like we get that out of the way. There is a real reason why you're here that I guess it comes out with trust with time. Uh, so first of all, some clients don't even overcome that first hurdle of actually going out and being uncomfortable and uh, being vulnerable, going to a stranger and asking for help. There's people, plenty, plenty, way more than I would like that to be, where they reach out and 
then they're still afraid to come in. Some just don't, but mm. some actually email or text and say, hey, I'm so sorry, but I can't do that. I have too much anxiety about this. I won't show up. I'm so sorry. So mm. there's still this, the, people are hurting. They're hurting and more physically, but more even so mentally. And the physical is just a secondary. But actually when they overcome that first hurdle, then yes, we we start moving and, and working together and we build a connection over time. You spend time together in the gym, right? And mm. then uh, after a while, uh, the physical, the sweat, the burning muscles, the heavy breathing, it amplifies the emotional and slowly people start opening up about other things and you get to talk to get to know. And then it turns out there's underlying issues. And I used to think that I'm going to be a trainer, which means I'm going to count reps and have a clipboard and calculate the weight and body fat. Turns out that's the least of my problems or the least cool things that I get to do because I get to actually talk people through life attitude belief and all that kind of stuff so it goes really deep i'm like a affordable option of a therapist if that makes sense love that yeah it's very sort of, i guess therapeutic because um we work with personal trainers in the past and what comes out is you get people at their most at their most vulnerable they're Absolutely. working out they've let their guards down they're exhausted they're pushing through and that's when you can start to have those conversations which are just you know, real talk rather than you know thought about and, and guarded does that make sense yeah absolutely it happens all the time they, like i said that, that that's the my biggest my biggest lesson throughout the last maybe almost 15 years of me doing this is they come in for a few pounds and they leave with a different mindset and understanding that the pounds are just a side effect of all the other things that are going on between your ears yeah, it's, it's, it's the whole ecosystem. It's the Absolutely. body, it's the mind, it's the spirit. These things, these things all come together. So those fears that your, your clients face, can you talk me through what have, you, what have you changed? What would you like to do to be able to help people to overcome those fears and doubts and anxieties to get them over that first hurdle? Yeah, good question. Well, first of all, I want to uh, make sure that everyone who's listening understands that it's not like me teaching them. I learned from them as well. I have my own fears. I have my own anxieties, my own doubts, my I my own growing to do. But I learned from my clients too. They they show me what to do, what not to do, by explaining to clients certain things. I learned myself by wording very like grammatically correct sentences. I label and sort my th own thoughts out as well so my clients help me more than they they know they do but uh back to your back to your question is that my biggest goal my biggest um contribution to my clients is teaching them that um discomfort pain being sore in the gym that's you should get a little excited about it because that's the first step towards upgrading, growing, leveling up. And without a little bit of discomfort, there's no growth. There's only growth or decay and there's no in between, no status quo. And my goal or my mission is to show them that uh, as long as it's under control, as long as it's premeditated, planned, with supervision, discomfort can be a tremendously amazing thing. You can learn that you are so much more than you thought you are. Absolutely. I love the way that you pull that onto your clients and, and share that. Yeah. They, they kind of teach you stuff. They show you. Absolutely. Things. Absolutely. I think as a, 
as a coach, no matter what kind of coach we work with, we always hear that their clients actually are a window, a mirror to themselves. Be like, oh, crumbs. There's something that I need to figure out there. There's they're sharing or reflecting back a challenge. And um, just like with uh, with tarot cards, oh my gosh, I never used to believe in those until I realized someone said one thing, which was it can't make stuff up in you. No matter what cards we put down, if it's telling you something that's within yourself, it's there. So with clients, it's like they're reflecting back there, whereas it's a fear or a doubt or a challenge or, or whatever it might be. If you have that sort of pang, that pain, that resonation, it's like, oh my gosh, you are now put at choice. You can ignore that. It's like, oh, crumbs. I think there's something there I need to work at. That's fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, and again, I, I'm not teaching anything. I'm not the teacher and arguably the smartest person in the world, King Solomon said, there's nothing new under the sun. I can't teach you something new. What we are here to do is to discuss and label certain things, recognize them for what they are, analyze them, and maybe decide if you want to do something about them or not. Mm, nice. So where's your, where's your challenge coming through with, with your business? So on the show, obviously we talk for the business owners, talk about the roller coaster that it is being an entrepreneur and it is a roller coaster. It's emotional, Absolutely it's is. mental, it's, it's fucking crazy at times. So how have you been able to sort of guide yourself through this as you've seen growth, as you've done more and more different things? Every every time I start a new project, like, hey, let's write a book, publish, cool. Hey, let's open a business, cool. Every time, like, yeah, let's start a supplement line, let's start a podcast. Let's. I also uh, teach other trainers in college to become trainers or uh, my clothing line, whatever it is. It's always, I feel like I achieve like a video game, I'm next level. Now the boss is going to be a little stronger, but... I get to keep my like super weapon, some 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 or some some uh, shield or sword, whatever game you play, you know, from the last level. And now I'm a little stronger, but I can attack now the stronger boss at the end of the level. It's like a video game for me. So every time I level up, but it's always all the challenges. I I we talked a little bit before the podcast. I always, when I first started, thought that it's about knowing like reading the right book to know the right strategies or to know the right uh, software or know the algorithm to post your advertisements mm. or the proper or the, the best credit card processing system, all these things. It turns out that's the easy part. You can read it, research it, and then pick the best one. The hard part is you holding yourself back. The hard part is believing in yourself. The hard part is being okay with being scared. The hard part is being... Uh, having enough courage to move towards the thing you believe is right, even though when everyone else is like, eh, I don't know, you're probably not ready for it. What are other people going to think? What are your parents going to think? Are your neighbor business okay with you doing that? My, you might push away some clients, all these like, you know, these voices messing with you yeah. and still having the courage to like, evaluate i if you go through a few points of i believe in this this is going to help others maybe it's not going to make money but at least i know this is the right thing for my clients maybe it has the potential to make money i don't know but like i have the courage to do the next step that's the biggest challenge having the courage of overstepping your fear whether real or self-inflicted because sometimes there's a reason why you're afraid right and evaluate if it's worth it maybe it's not worth it but all these 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 voices and sorting them out and 
figuring out if it's worth pushing that or no. Yeah, that's that's why self-awareness is, I think, so damn important because to understand what that fear is, what it's trying to tell you, is it the wrong decision? Are you going to destroy relationships and destroy your business? Or is it, no, it's just, it's a bit unknown. It's the next level. It's a couple of levels, but it's that you don't know that. So once we can identify, you know, where our fear is coming from, and I'm not saying that we'll ever be able to completely remove the fears that you have maybe the fear that you have you've got your armor on you've got your big ass sword going through the next levels that fear is not going to show its head until level 20 level 25 and then it's like fuck i never knew i had this so you know fear of judgment maybe something in there because it's it, it's been fine until you hit that level of ah expansion doing something new so i share that because i don't i don't feel like we have these fears and they can be resolved and they can be gone it's no, no. Now you know you have this. How do you, how do you leverage that, and how do you actually use that to your advantage, or do the thing anyway with the knowledge that oh, it's just that fear. I know why it's trying to get me to do this or not do this task. So if I know this, it helps you do it anyway. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. So back to my video game analogy, um, if you get to level seven, eight, nine. You have track record, you have experience, you know that at the end of the level, there's going to be a like big butt boss trying to stop you to fight you, right? So knowing that and overcoming the last six end of the level bosses, you know that, okay, uh, I'm getting closer and closer. It's getting harder and harder. If I overcome this boss, I'll level up to the next level which is going to be more exciting, more fun stuff, more whatever armor or sword, whatever it is, you know? So the game is going to get even more interesting, maybe even more challenging, but now I have more artifacts to fight, you know? More experience, more more everything. So in the beginning, you have to kind of like entrepreneurship. It's like jumping off a cliff and then slowly learning to fly as you fall, right? So in the beginning, you just have to trust the process and do the scary thing and jump. But later on, you start getting experience. And with that experience, you can decide, is this fear of being uncomfortable or is this fear because you know this could go terribly wrong and maybe I need a few more either safety precautions, a few more levels or artifacts, so to speak, or mm -hmm. do I just have to stay away from it because... This might not be the right step. What other options do I have here? Let me evaluate. Let me ask some, maybe bounce off ideas of people that I trust. Maybe sleep on it. Wake up in the next morning. If you still have that burning desire of just doing that because you believe so much in it, just go for it. But fear, just like pain in a gym, if it hurts, reevaluate if you have good form. Reevaluate if you're doing the right thing. Did you warm up enough? Did you set up your safety arms in a squat rack to not get hurt if something goes wrong? So just like pain in the gym, same thing with fear in business. Reevaluate. It doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't mean it's good. Just, just try to understand what it is and then either push towards it or pivot, but still push. Yeah, man. Let, let me butcher this the, the personal training analogy because yeah, you to build muscle, you have to tear muscle. You have to rip it. There has to be a level of a bit of pressure put on you. Same with an entrepreneur. It, it is fucking tough. I mean, I know that the, all the journeys that I've been through with my businesses, it's tough. It's hard, and it doesn't go away. So as you go to those next levels, you're going to be tearing more muscles. You're going to be tearing more more thoughts. Maybe tearing some beliefs but you are going to find things that you 
you never knew that you were scared of. And you're going to find that you've got more strengths than you ever thought possible. So it's a blessing and a curse, but it's a beautiful journey that we that we go on. Yeah, I, I wrote a book, a mindset book. It's called Stay Sore. And the idea of the book is, is uh, if you don't get sore, you probably didn't work out hard enough. If you didn't work out hard enough, there's no reason for your body to adapt, which means to get stronger, fitter, faster, lose weight, whatever it is. Uh, mm -hmm. This stuff in the gym is not comfortable. If you want to have results, you're probably going to get sore. You're probably going to get sweaty. You're going to get out of breath. You might hate some sessions in a good way. You know, so same thing. That book is that analogy from me being a trainer and an, a uh, mm. business person. It's like nothing good comes easy. And that's the quote from the book. Stay sore because nothing good comes easy. So if you want to level up, you got to beat the boss on the previous level. So let's get uncomfortable. Nice. So you, the level that you're on right now. Yeah. Let's keep, let's keep gamifying this, this journey that you're on. Let's what level it. are you at? And what for you is the other baddies maybe it's the end level baddie maybe it's just a challenge you can't overcome where are you in your game and what is it like damn it i keep dying at this point i can't go past this what is it for you i i actually i pride myself in being very self-aware at least i hope i am maybe someone can correct me and the self-awareness brought me to this point where at this point of my journey i i read all all those strategies and softwares are implemented, all the marketing strategies and, and uh, billing cycles and contracts and all of that stuff. Uh -huh. And the last year, year and a half, I really learned that the only thing that doesn't let me level up is me as a person, me as a belief system, me as a uh, priorities and values and how my neuroplasticity, my where does my brain go when something goes wrong? Where's my brain go when something goes right? Where does my brain go immediately? That 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 thinking pattern that I'm so habit to, where where what what clicks immediately if something goes wrong, right, or nothing happens. So I realized that I'm stopping myself because there's no software strategy, business strategy that will help me with that. So this year, probably next year, I'm dedicating towards working on myself, being okay with saying no, being okay with saying yes, being mm. being okay with being judged, which is probably the hardest thing ever. Like there's things I believe in. If you don't believe in them, that's okay. I, I, I love you. I respect you. I just happen to have a different opinion. Here's why, if you want to listen to it, maybe not. Maybe you can tell me why I'm wrong. I'm open to listen. Nice. So you've gone through to this, this iteration where you, you've got all the programs, software, strategies, you've got everything is working and you realized, yeah, it's, I'm in control of all of this. I get to, it's again, back to the game. You've got all these things in your backpack. It's how you use it. It's how and when you use it. This is where you start to take control of yourself. I said a story a while ago about, you know, I have this big 10 foot sword of problem solving. That's my gift. Oh my God. And I can wield it to kill this, these troublesome dragons. Mm -hmm. I love it. It is fucking useless at the dinner table when the kids are trying to sort out their washing or what to do. It is just clumsy as fuck. It is not the right tool to be using in that place. So all these things, the self-awareness, what is your gift? What is your curse? Where do you struggle? Where are you wielding it? Now that I think is a beautiful thing to start to explore. So I'll put this question straight to you. What? What skill do you think you have that is fucking powerful and amazing, but 
is useless doesn't help you in other areas but you try and use it anyway because there's something good in that okay i have something that i think i have something that is a blessing and a curse at the same time it slows me down but it allowed me to get where i am right now is uh it's gonna sound so cheesy but i don't care if you talk to my clients i have a feeling they will agree i care too much which means my retention rate and in, in my business is extremely yeah. high probably higher than the average by far that being said because i care so much i'm afraid to try the new thing and maybe maybe have somebody like say what the heck is he doing like uh, being judged you know because huh. i care too much sometimes i'm gonna lie there at night and solve other people's problems and worry about them too much. Um, mm. I'm going to worry about, uh, I have to raise prices because everyone is raising prices on me and my business. Now I have to raise and I, it worries me because like, I know some of my clients can't afford the new price because they already struggle and I care for them. So I, now I'm stuck in this caring too much and being afraid that I might hurt somebody through for real or for their imaginary thinking. Yeah. but I still might hear it. Uh, I still might hurt them, you know? So yeah. this caring thing got me this far, but it's also stopping me from going even further sometimes. Mm. Beautifully put. That is the journey that most solopreneurs go on as they get that to that CEO status, where they're still dabbling in the business or trying to extract themselves, whatever kind of role they want in the identity. Oh my gosh, caring too much about what, what people think. And, you know, this did get you so far because you give a shit because you really fucking care you've been able to build a, a clientele that love you that will do anything for you that will follow you yes they, yeah, absolutely absolutely from the sounds of it but this only gets you so far that hits that glass ceiling of you need to be able to put yourself first at what cost if you're losing sleep if you're undercharging, you take on the responsibility and the burden financially and energetically and who are you not being able to help because you now don't have the resources because you can't reinvest because you're taking on the burden there's all these different games happening all these different things going on so i love that you're able to open up and say yeah at this level i, I, I care too much and there is your burden so what i always want to guide people through is you use that as a badge of honor i'm sure that you do so many I know exactly where you're going with this i agree with you i'm working on it the the thing is i don't want to lose that personality i don't want to lose that trait but yet i still have to make business decisions so that's what i'm trying to figure out right now how do i keep that while understanding that there's a business to do and i can't lose out i can't be net negative at the end of the month yeah and and to come to your point there i know you know this stuff you probably help people through this stuff, but it's how to do it right for you. It's not saying, okay, you got to stop caring and get to that CEO because the business counts and by association, you'll, you'll actually help these people. It's no, no, find what's right for you. And this is maybe the biggest bit of advice I can give anyone. Find that authenticity, find the alignment for you. It's maybe slightly out of alignment because the business isn't, you're not caring enough about your business. You're caring too much about the clientele. What if you could make that step and become that next level leader that you that you are going to be but you keep that trait of caring not at the detriment but so you use that 
because I don't want to take that away from you. It's a beautiful thing to have. So there's no one or the other. How can you grow and scale, but keeping that authentic part of you? I think that is, that's the challenge, but also that, that is, is, that, that is what sounds like that's what you want, right? Uh, isn't that what every business person or entrepreneur wants that? Yeah. How do I stay a personal person care, but also realize that I have bills to pay and a business to grow and jobs to give out. Yeah. Again, that's where it comes back down to you. You're on the Unforget Yourself show. It's about you. You have to unforget. You have to remember that your happiness, your energy, your direction matters. And sometimes you have to let other people go. Sometimes you have to raise your prices. But if you don't, there is a knock-on effect. So you have to take care of yourself whilst holding on clear to the authenticity. This is what I am. Here are my values. And those values aren't going away. And I don't have to. Absolutely not. Yeah, like I said, I'm on a journey to work on me, my my own mindset and belief systems. And that's part of it. Uh, learning to navigate these things and learning that sometimes it's okay to say no. Sometimes it's okay to say yes. And uh, I'm working on it. Yeah, I love that. Dude, this has been fascinating. It's so amazing to hear behind the scenes of you know your business what what you're going through um so thank you so much for sharing with us today thank you for being so open and vulnerable and it's i think it's a lesson for everyone to hear and hopefully to inspire people to keep on keep on going thank you thank you for having me thank you for sharing this message with others too because i believe we all have more or less different flavors but the same kind of problems <laughs> beautiful people that love that look if you want to find out more about about you where can they find you yeah uh so social media is always bo underscore skitsko most platforms we have a youtube channel instagram facebook the the gym's uh website is bowfitstudio.com uh yeah hit me up awesome so guys if you're curious it was like fuck yes i want to know more about that go and check it out but both thank you so much for for being with us today Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed that's how people find us it is and we want all their earballs <laughs> all the earballs all over the place we do nice yeah so please do all those things we'll be ever so grateful and then more people hear your beautiful voice or yours oh yeah <laughs> see you next time bye